Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Time on Football Friday. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. 1080 The Fan. How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be remembered. This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what to do? What's going on? It's me, Rob. Uh, but you knew that. I'm always here. I mean, generally. Uh, no big soup today. How about that? We have uh, we have lost him to Metallica. Uh, Schultz's in there. What's up, Schultz? Hey, happy Friday. What's up, sports fans? Yeah. Got football in. Yeah. Some football. basketball, if anybody cares. No one cares. Uh, Arizona's playing Duke tonight, I saw. Uh, some... That's cool. That, that's, that would get my betting pants a little bit tight. Yeah. Do you know the spread? No. Yeah, I don't. Well, since we can't bet on college, I I never, I don't know. You you just blew my mind. I'm like I, I should start looking at college basketball point spreads. I, I mean, I asked you, but guys we can't bet it. So if you were DGens on Monday, but now this is actually a matchup you would want to bet. You just can't. It seems like a good game. I don't know, twelve versus two. Anyway, well, uh, yeah, but you're right. A lot of sports. And hey, we're turning burn today. Um, we have Ducks basketball coming up at five thirty. So we have to move some stuff around. Uh, Joey Harrington, who normally joins us at uh, 5.30, is going to be moved up to 3.30. So in 30 minutes, it will be our weekly visit with Joey Harrington, and he will um, we'll, we'll find out from him where his worry meter is for the USC game, which we'll talk about here uh, momentarily. But yeah, Big Souk has left us for Metallica in Detroit. Um I'm not sure why he, you know, he's a big Metallica guy. I knew he was a big Metallica guy, but what, what about Detroit? Yeah, I don't know. City of Detroit calling Souk's name. It's a weird one. Well, Souk, right. as you know, um, I don't know. Like, he, there's something kind of untrustworthy about him, right? It's like he's he's like a criminal at heart, but but so in other words, what I'm getting at is like he was larceny is in him, so maybe Detroit calls oh, no. him. <laughs> You know, because it's so full of criminals. No, he's got a buddy that runs Metallica shows, and they're there. And apparently, they're, I, I don't know. There's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. Know. 
I mean, that makes me jealous, honestly. If I had a buddy that ran Michael Buble shows, you bet your ass I'd be missing quite a few more shows. Let's go. To be doing that. Absolutely. Yeah, so he's a huge, you know, for those who don't know, Big Suki, he's a big, huge Metallica guy. And um, he's seen them 8,000 times and now make it 8,001 and 2 because he'd be gone Monday as well. So I think he's seeing two shows. I don't know whether it's Saturday night, Sunday night, or Friday night, Saturday night, but uh, he's going to two of them there in Detroit uh, with his lady. So uh, we'll hold down the fort, Schultze. We got this. Uh, are you a guy that likes to go to, like, multiple concerts of your favorite no. groups? No. No. As a matter of fact, I, man, we've talked about this a million times. Yeah. I get, I'm widely panned for this uh, opinion, Schultze, but. Oh, God. I just, and I, and I know I'm in the minority, but with movies, concerts, I guess to some extent TV shows I never I never watch them or go to them more than once like I've already seen it so I don't really and that's that's a dumb it's sort of a dumb thing because I get it it's like music like well have you listened to songs over and over of course because it brings you joy and you listen to it again but I don't know for some reason I if I watch a movie once I'm I'm out Really? I, that, yeah, I likely won't see it again. Even like during the holidays, like Christmas Vacation, my favorite. I've already watched it twice. I love Christmas Vacation. <laughs> not even, not even Thanksgiving. And yet. look, I mean, it'll be on, and I'll check it out. But I'm not like I know what happens. Like I, I don't understand why we need to see it again. Comfort, fun. I don't yeah, know. sounds like you don't like comfort and fun, Rob. But see, I think what it I, here's what I think it is. I was thinking about this today, actually. It's interesting you asked me that question because. I feel like it comes from a place of, okay, so like let's use Metallica for example. He loves Metallica; that's his band. He's seen them a million times. So now he's going to go see him again, and the show will likely be different, right? So that's you know I get it. Different show. Uh, I am not Sook. New album, maybe I don't know. Um, for me, it comes from a place of well, I've already seen them. If I'm going to go see a concert, I want to see someone new. Like I think it hmm. comes from a place of. Uh, I only see so many movies and concerts, and so when I do see them, I want to experience something new and different. So I think that's what it is for me. But I, I, I know I'm in the minority on this. No, I, I get it. I, I guess it's not like Metallica. They have come out with maybe some new stuff more recently, but it's not like they're coming out with like world-blasting new songs like Taylor Swift every week. I, I get it. I, I I understand what you're saying, but... I don't know. I feel like there's new ways, you know, the different different takes on songs. There's so many different things that you can do at a concert. But but I I see your point of it too. If you you spend hundreds of dollars on it once, there's really no reason to go do that again unless you're a super fan. You know it's weird. The only concert that I've seen multiple times, do you know who it is? <laughs> Kenny G. No, I've no idea. Kenny G. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny freaking G, man. You, you strike me. I love Kenny G. My <laughs> wife hates him. But you strike me as oh. a lover of the saxophone, dulcet tones of Kenny G. Oh, I, I love, yeah. I mean, I don't Hell think I'd yeah. ever go see him in concert, but I think that that's, yeah, he's great. I've seen it. Actually, you should. You and the wife would yeah. love it because he walks around. He makes it very intimate. So, so. <laughs> Does he walk up and down the aisles with his sax? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's through the aisles. Or like I saw him at uh, Jazz Alley in Seattle, so it was a club, like dinner tables, you know? So it was like, yeah, he's at your table. It was really cool. But no, no. Who have you seen multiple times? Tell me. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. That's it. And that's just because my wife always wants to go see them. She loves them. I, 
There you go. Well, so I'm like, all right, fine, we'll go again. I think we've seen him three times. So that's not even something you want to do. You've done no. it just supporting the wifey. Yeah, I just, you know. Okay. You know. There's nothing wrong with that. Here's Deal. He says, uh, Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. I'd love to hear Rob's take on sex. What? Yeah, I've been there. I get it. Well, he's saying, you know, like, why would you want to do something that's enjoyable again? Oh, okay. I get it. And I got to be honest with right you. Right over my head. You know, sex, man, it's great, but, I mean, it's not like, I don't know. I never understand the people that, that are just so overly sexed. Like, like you know, addicted? It's just, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, man. It's everything. Dude, calm down. I need it every day. You're, you're There's just, other things in the world. You're not wrong. You know? I Ask it, were you this way 20 years ago, though? I, I feel like this is... No. This is, exactly. This is very man in his 40s, you know, <laughs> low T. I'm just kidding. I'm mid T. Now, again, you I'm guys got to stop saying that. I am, I am for lowering testosterone levels across the world by 31.6%. I think our world and humanity would be better. I would agree, but that does not mean so. I'm I'm against high T. That does not mean I'm pro low T. Oh yeah, regular T is great, just right, right where I am. It's great. High the Goldilocks tea, formula on T. It's a little too much. There's a lot of high T in sports, you know. Uh, you think? You know, <laughs> walk into this building. There's a lot of high T. Damn. I know. Yeah, we work in a high T environment here. Not necessarily a bad thing, but well, anyway, that's my take on it. I I don't know. Concerts are great, but. I only see so many of them. I'd rather see somebody new. And uh, same with movies. But Suk, other way around, he loves Metallica. I think he might have sex with them. I don't know. Not my business. Good. They're in Detroit. So he'll be back um, He'll be back Tuesday. Uh, we've got Joey Harrington going early at 3.30. And we've got Rop in the Bank. Picks, uh, I'm looking here at the picks last week. They were not good. And by the way, Suk did not leave picks. So... <laughs> Did Buck text you any picks? This oh week? yeah, Buck has a whole lineup. He okay. has a he has a full card of of uh, picks, which will get out there during Rop in the Bank. But Suk did not leave any picks. I think he's, I think he's feeling a little gun shy. He has not been good recently. He has a losing record. He has lost the most units of any one of the three of us. Or well, now with you in, involved. Uh, well, I lost two. I, I lost two games last. Yeah, week, I mean, so. there's not one guy that I'm going to say has done anything for anyone on Rop in the Bank so far. I mean, and I that Buck- includes. Suk, Buck, me, and you. I thought Buck was on a hawk streak, but I guess he I'm... was. But okay, he was okay. so bad at the start of the year that he's only uh, like his record is thirty-one and thirty. That's crazy. Does that me. tickle you? Big Suk, nineteen and twenty-six. I, th- I mean, that's so he's taking a break this week. What is it like fifty-four? The Mariners' <laughs> subscription of uh, yeah, win percentage, six percent maybe. Yeah, that is like fifty-four, fifty-six yeah. is what you're you're aiming for. Yeah, I that mean... is the thing about gambling. Yeah. I was telling telling a friend this the other day. It's like you know, the, everybody talks about the sharps and what they play in this and that. I'm like, you guys got to realize, man, sharps lose a lot. It's just that over time they bet bigger, they big cash, a bit that big money. They always get the best of the number, and over time they'll win. You know, fifty-five, fifty-six percent. That's a profit. At their at their unit levels, you know. Yeah, when you can afford but, to put that much down, yeah, you can yeah, afford like, the swings. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, and then there's then there's the middle. Then that middle is what matters, and and uh, you know that's why you got to be disciplined. You got to be good with your numbers, as the sharps always are. I don't know how they do that, but they yeah. are bankroll management. That's right. All that stuff matters. So anyway, uh, we'll rob the bank at five fifteen. I'm bringing some heat this week. I'm going against the public. Watch out. Ooh. Big public bet that I'm going against. 
because you know me. I think I'm in the opposite on that exact bet, actually. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so we'll get to that at 5.15, and then we got to turn it over to Ducks basketball. Okay, AAA Heating and Cooling, family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Uh, they are the sponsor of our poll question. It is on Twitter or X, whatever you call it, at 1080thefan. Uh, uh, yesterday, we asked you, the lock of the weekend is uh, 50, no, 44% said the Rutgers-Iowa under 28.5, which is the all-time, it is the lowest over-under total in the history of, of betting, 28.5. And, and that's combined score of both teams. Uh, so 44% said that's the lock of the weekend. Uh, 23% said Oregon minus 15 and a half over USC. 21% said Oregon State minus 20 and a half over Stanford. And only 12% liked Utah plus 10 at Washington. Today, the question is this, and uh, I just now realized I forgot to put it up there, but we're about to break, so I'm going to go throw it up uh, during the break. And it's going to be this. Who is the cheatinest cheater that ever did cheat? Is it Michigan the Patriots, the Astros, or Lance Armstrong. I'm going to go throw that up at 1080 The Fan on X. We'll come back and we will talk about, uh, in our next segment, the punishment that was handed down to Jim Harbaugh and Michigan today. If you didn't see it, the Big Ten has already acted, and we will get to that next. The Vancouver Ford text line, 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale VancouverFord.com. All right, it is 312 on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This 
is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. All right, Souk's away in Detroit. Joey Harrington will join us next segment. Next segment. So he, he normally joins us on Fridays at 5.30. We're moving it up because we have Ducks basketball later. So uh, if you want to know Joey's thoughts on um, USC and that game this weekend, then uh, you'll want to keep it here. He'll be on at 3.30. Somebody asked me, they said uh, real quick on our last segment, they said, you play Langdon Farms and eat at Laurelhurst Market all the time. Please explain. Good point. Um, I would say, though, because I was I was talking about how I never really watch the same movie twice or go to the same concert twice, but I do play the same golf course a lot and I eat at the same restaurant. True, all true. I just think it's easier to watch other movies or go to other concerts than it is. Like I would love to play a. I mean, I love Langdon Farms. Don't get me wrong. In Laurel Horse Market, but but I I will say what gets me going. I love playing new courses, playing courses I've never played before. I love that. That that I love that. How far will you travel to do so? A lot. I've traveled a long way. Like mm-hmm. uh, you know, Chambers Bay, Gamble Sands. You know, um, I'm all about it if I can make it happen. It's just not as easy to do that. It is easy to just select another show or movie on Netflix. You know what I mean? Or you know, say, oh, there's a concert coming. I've already seen that show. There's another concert coming. I haven't seen that show. Well, I'll just choose the the latter. You know what I'm saying? So in Laurelhurst Market, wonderful. I've eaten there like three times in the last month. But I I love trying new things and new restaurants too. That's my thing. Yeah, you know, life's short, guys. You only live once. So Jim Harbaugh was suspended for the last three regular season games by the Big Ten today. That was the punishment handed down. Uh, they are saying that he cannot be in the stadium for any of the, those three games. Those are at Penn State. And by the way, Michigan, when this punishment was handed down, Michigan was flying to their game in Happy Valley. So I'm sure that all hell broke loose once they landed. wonder if they have internet on that plane. Or while they were in the air, yeah. Well, yeah, just some some of these schools have it, some don't. So yeah, fly on the wall. I wonder when they found out. So Michigan, uh, they're they're going to Penn State this weekend. They have a game at Maryland next weekend, and then they have the home game against Ohio State. And of course, if you don't know, Michigan's undefeated. They are top uh, three or four in the country. They are on pace to make the college football playoff. But this is a significant punishment because uh, two of these last three games are their two biggest games of the season in Penn State and Ohio State. It is not an insignificant punishment. Um, I feel like the Big Ten was pressured to act. And like I said, this isn't insignificant uh, unless there's an injunction. And you know Michigan is coming with um, with it, with it, with some, some legalese that could try to make this lack some serious teeth. But, you know... I don't know. I I this is a weird one because one, I think the Big Ten is going to have to prove that Jim Harbaugh knew what Connor Stallions was doing. I think we all believe Jim Harbaugh knew what Connor Stallions was doing, but proving it is another thing. And if they cannot prove it, which is Michigan is already saying there's they can't, then they may have some trouble here because then that's how you get mucked up in the courts. The same thing happened at Kansas with the the whole thing with, um, you know, improper recruiting benefits through Adidas to recruits with Bill Self and everything. You know, he said this. They acted very much like Michigan did from the very outset, and that is, hey, 
you better you better do your due diligence and you better be able to lay this out and prove it. Otherwise, we're taking your ass to court. And that's exactly what happened. And I don't know if you noticed, but Kansas did not get hit hard at all. Um, and yes, of course, they were in bed with the shoe companies, just as every big program is. And there's a little bit of, of a sort of parallel to this in that, yes, Michigan was stealing signs, or as they call it, advanced scouting. But uh, to some degree, maybe not this degree, but to some degree, everyone's doing that, which is why there isn't a ton of outrage uh, regarding this story. Um, I, I respect Jim Harbaugh's lack of respect for the NCAA and its rules. I think it's great. The NCAA is a joke and has been for many years, and him blatantly laughing in their face is awesome to me, and I want more of that. But in this instance, I mean, come on. They are caught red-handed here. And he can say, well, I didn't know anything. Well, you're still the head of the program. Uh, You are still going to be punished. Now, we'll see how they fight it and if it goes to court and if there's an injunction. But, you know, I I feel like if, and this is probably a... uh, this is probably unlikely because Michigan ain't going to go down without a fight. But if it were just to end with this three games and that's it, I feel like that's kind of fair. You know, I think it's about right. The, this is ballsy by the Big Ten. I, I mean, this is a huge step. I'm not sure we've seen in-season punishment before for a program that's competing for the national championship. And, and it kind of tells me here, like, the Big Ten stepped up did what all of the other schools asked. And honestly, I think they kind of have to with other schools of, of note like Oregon and USC and Washington and UCLA coming into the conference next year. They got to keep their hands clean. But I think it's interesting how they did this, Rob, because essentially they put a little bit of punishment out there and have now given the opportunity, I feel like, to teams in the conference, to Ohio State, to Penn State, to say, hey, you know what? All right, guys, you're saying that they should not have a chance at the national championship or the college football playoff because of this this year? Fine. All right, we're going to keep him off the sideline the last three games it's up to you now if you want to end this you know if you want because i i agree with you i think it would be fair but also if it were just these three games there is a potential for these three games only being his his punishment because they don't go to the college football yeah no that's right because penn state and ohio state kick their ass remember he can be it's interesting here he can be at it is interesting that that they did this i think they were pressured into acting and i don't know that it's going to hold up let's just be very clear they were pressured into acting i get why they felt like they needed to but i also think man when it comes to the ncaa rules and when it comes to um conferences and how and their bylaws they said that this violated the sportsmanship policy in their in their league bylaws when it comes to those things that does you know, you get into court, it's a whole different battle. And Michigan is prepared to do that. So I don't know that this is going to hold up. I would say that if Michigan loses, you know, one of the next three games, or even let's say they lose two, I think it's important to note that he is going to be able to coach the team throughout the week. He just won't be on the headset at, at, or in the stadium at, of course. For, for the games. And they're going to script it like Harbaugh would be. Yes, there. that's a big one. Yeah. I think that's big, um, that he is allowed to coach them and get them ready for a game. I think they can still win all three of those games, in other words. If Michigan, though, loses out on the playoff, th- this will be blamed, and Michigan fans will cry. But on the flip side... They will have no one to blame but themselves, in my opinion. You did this. You got called out on it. So many of us aren't really outraged because it's the nature of the game. But it's against the rules. 
And it's the same with universities giving bags of cash to kids before NIL or being in bed with shoe companies. Like I mentioned, this is all stuff we know goes on. To some extent, everyone participates in the muck. It's kind of dumb. Some of this crap is even against the rules. But in this instance, Michigan went too far. Um, I'm just not outraged by it. I wasn't outraged by the Kansas thing. I wasn't outraged when, you know, uh, Oregon stole DeAnthony Thomas from USC with straight cash. It's the nature of the game. This is the sport. This is what goes on. I mean, think about it. The greatest coach in NFL history uh, is Bill Belichick, by many people's standards. He was do- he was doing much of these same things. This is highly competitive sports. Not to say that it's right. It's just we're not we're we're not selectively outraged. I don't think we should be right. So remember, Harbaugh was suspended already once this year. I mean, he missed the start of the season because of uh, he was doing the COVID recruiting. He clearly does not respect the NCAA rulebook. So they kind of had to act. But if they win it all, I guess the, the, the bottom line here is I'm not sure this holds up. If they lose out on the playoff, this will be blamed. And, uh, I mean. But that could all happen after, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure about the – I don't have it had time or don't know the legalese of this. But, like, if they file an injunction in, what, the next, you know, 20 yeah. hours, will yes. Harbaugh be back yes. on the sideline tomorrow? Tomorrow, yes. Yes, so that as a matter of fact, thing. there is a report that they had a judge standing by because <sighs> it's a Friday and the game is tomorrow. They had a judge standing by ready to act on this. Uh, maybe check on the water at Flint, Michigan before you guys get so deep on this. <laughs> I, 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 This is so hypocritical to me, Rob. And I, I think for that reason alone is why my rage or angst about this is a little bit higher than yours. I, I'm just not as okay with this. So I you get are it. outraged. Uh, a little bit. Sign stealing happens, and I understand. All the time. Uh, it, it, absolutely. In every sport, you're always trying to get an edge. You're always trying to understand what the other team's doing, and yeah, it helps you if you know what they're doing in the next play. You can beat that a hell of a lot easier. However, there's a level to it, and if you're talking about sending a staffer, you know, and you're, you're planning on throwing him in, you know, deep cover on a sideline trying to get that stuff. That's a little different than just maybe, you know, being an experienced player, knowing what the other team might be doing in a situation or, you know, just trying to eye it from the other sideline. I mean, it's different. This is way deeper to me. It's different. I don't know how, I guess the, the real crux of it is what do you, and I'll ask you this, how big of a competitive advantage was it? Because that's what they're claiming. They're claiming the the alternative scouting or advanced scouting gave them an unfair competitive advantage. I think it did. I mean, it, yeah. the, the, you certainly can see how much Michigan improved uh, on the field wins and losses once this started to occur. I mean, it's pretty blatant, quite and, frankly, how they were doing before and then how they've done since. Yeah. And they're doing really well. But how? the question is, how big was the competitive advantage. I mean, I'm not sure I can answer that. Uh, I know that there are other people way closer to the program that probably knew exactly how many plays they were calling with knowledge of what the other team's doing, but you just look at their their scores so far this year, you know, three, seven, six, seven, seven, ten. Nobody scored more than 13 points, and that was Purdue last weekend against them. So, so it's not like they're giving up a ton of points that would lead you to believe, yeah, they improved a lot based on this. Uh, Definitely a competitive advantage, but I feel if they win it all, let's just say Michigan wins it all, I do not feel that this gets a dreaded asterisk. I don't think it does. Mm. And that goes back to our poll question. That's why I wanted. I was interested to ask that poll, uh, the, the question on the poll today, and it is up there. Who are the cheatingest cheaters that ever did cheat? 
Lance Armstrong's on there, Michigan, Patriots, Astros, all varying degrees of cheat, and everybody views every one of those differently. Like, to me, what the Astros were doing, much greater competitive advantage. Um, Patriots and Michigan, kind of in the same uh, territory. And then, then you throw in Lance Armstrong, which is, you know, I don't know. He was doping in a sport full of people doping. So, look, I get the Big Ten had to act. I think it's interesting what they did. They do have balls uh, to have to you know to suspend Harbaugh for three games, two of their biggest games of the season. But I'm not sure it was a big enough competitive advantage, at least for me. I'm just saying as a fan that if they win it all, I, I'm like, man, that's a good football team. And yes, this helped them. Of course, it helped them. But again, this goes on all over the country, and I'm not sure it gets an asterisk. You can text 503-864-6326. We'll pick this back up. But we got to move on because Joey Harrington is standing by. Uh, he's joining us a little bit early because Duck Basketball at 530. We'll ask him where his uh, worry meter sits for the USC game. We'll do that next two segments with Joey uh, when we get back. First, Schultz with Sports Center. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we are early for our weekly visit with Joey Harrington, brought to you by Mods PDX, but that's for good reason. We've got Ducks basketball coming up at 5.30, and we don't we don't punt on the J. Joseph Harrington segment, particularly when we need a hot bourbon update. Uh, but first things first, here is Joey. We've got um, USC week. I always ask you this, Joey. Scale of 1 to 10. 10 being most worried. Where is your worry meter for this USC game? Ooh. Interesting question. Wasn't prepared for this off the bat. Um, okay, I'm going to preface by saying it's November, right? So that automatically makes 
the worry meter go up, as we've discussed. There will of the top ten teams. What do we say? What I think I said, six teams will lose this month. Yeah, that's I what you said. Go, I might even say I might even say seven. I mean, just it just happens every year. Yeah. Um, the fact that Alex Grinch was fired the week before, like the, there's there's the you know, whether you want to call it the Antonio Pierce effect, like there's this. I'm not saying SC is going to all of a sudden become a top ten defense, but you can't deny that. They have some talent on that side of the, you know, there's always talent at SC. Uh, so there is the likelihood of having some sort of resurgence. That being said, Oregon is by far the better team uh, in all areas. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, Caleb Williams is the hell of a player. So all that put together, my worry meter is at six. Six? And a half. Six, six and point a half. five. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think I can go seven yet because that just seems a little excessive. But like, there is there is something like, look, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Like, we're we're talking about three games, two against. Well, I guess you know, SC isn't a top twenty five team anymore, and one on the road at Arizona State, which is all like you never want to go on the road at the end of the season. Um, like, this is funny things happen, and that just makes me a little nervous. I think my worry meter is actually higher than yours. I would probably go seven and a half because I feel like we're writing USC off because they're not having the season we thought they could. At the same time, all they do is play close games. I mean, Washington did not blow them out. The the fumble and the penalty killed USC's offense. The thing about USC is if, if they make mistakes like that on offense. Like, they scored the go-ahead touchdown against Washington, but it got called back due to penalty, and then they took a sack, and then they had to punt. That right there is going to kill them because their defense will never pick them up, right? So so they it's got to be their offense. Okay, okay, but, but stop. So here's the thing that gives me a little bit of pause. Is this the week? Like, I've seen so many times a talented group of players playing for a coach that they don't respect. They like there was a moment in the game last weekend where Alex Grinch put his hand up to break the team down on the sideline. All right, come on guys, they're coming out of a tight end and or a timeout and literally nobody put their hand up with it. <laughs> they just walked out onto the field. Like if you have a talented group of players that are playing for somebody they respect, somebody that respects them, like that that all of a sudden changes things. So I don't want to like jinx it and say this is going to be the week that they you know that sc all of a sudden you know becomes an incredible defense because it's not but there is the possibility that this might be the week that they get a little bit better on defense because there's no more guy that they absolutely despise running the show no that's a great point that's true so i'm going to go ahead and go to eight i'm now eight on the worry meter i would say this and this is an interesting question for you as a former player because this, because my perspective on this is a total fan perspective, or and even kind of a gambling angle on it. But I keep going back <laughs> to that. Thanks for the honesty. Yeah, I'm, I'm being totally honest. I keep going back to that full body cry by Caleb Williams in the arms of his mother, and I'm not. I'm not. You know, I, it's okay for men to cry. He cares. He was exhausted. Stop hating on him. But why I keep going back to that is. He let it all out, it, and perhaps it signaled that that was their last stand. They knew that they had to win that game to still accomplish their goals, but by losing that game, it's all over. That's what that signified to me, and now you go to cold, wet Oregon, best team you've played all year. That could spell disaster. Is is that is that something disaster for who? For USC. For USC, okay. I, th- I think okay. he was. I think that that <laughs> moment 
led me to believe, wow, that was the end of it because he, they left it all out there. They knew they had to win. And now that they didn't, Mm -hmm. then they make changes on the defensive side of the ball. And it's like, okay, we're, we're punting. And maybe you get a USC team that's just defeated at this point. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that either. I, I literally had that same thought as he was, you know, covering himself up with his mom in the stands. And, and that was having been in that position where you literally just put your head down and fight. Like you've invested, he has invested so much of his life of everything so far in, in college football, right? This is literally like, this is, we're getting into a, uh, a different discussion and one we don't have time for because we only have one segment today, I think. Um, no, we have like, two. We have two. It, oh, we have two. Yeah. Okay, good. We're just going earlier because of Duck. Right. Rocket, or because of Duck. Got it. Yeah. Like, Expound if you like. Is, there you go. This That's absolutely what it said to me. Mm. Like he realized that what he had worked for, like because this is for so many people in that position, it isn't just what you do. It's who you are. He is the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. He is the quarterback of the University of Southern California, the, the school in the conference which has the most tradition, which the, all the entire country's eyeballs are on. And yeah, at that moment, there was the realization like, damn, like maybe like th- this, this is over. So I, I don't, I wouldn't put that situation by him either. Like I could honestly see this going either way, which is why it is so it's one of those wild card games that has me on edge. Yeah, I agree. So as we watch this game early, what is an indicator to you that it may be too close for comfort? Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to want to see, well, I guess there's two things because th- this is going to be a. If Oregon can stop USC, just a couple times, right? I want to see. I want to see if Oregon can put SD in some third and long situations. I want to see how they do on first and second down Oregon's defense, right? Because inevitably, if you end up, you know, if you give Caleb Williams second and four, third and one. You know he's just gonna he's gonna go all day. But if you can put him in a few third and twelves, third and fourteens on the road, wet game at Autzen, right? The crowd like that. That's the situation where you can stop them, create a turnover, get a little momentum. Conversely, I'm gonna see. I want to see what USC's defense does in the first quarter, because if they come out and they're fired up, you know, new coordinator, see Alex Grinch. You know, we we got a new passion. We're ready to play. Like that's the kind of thing that could be sustainable through the rest of the game. If they come out and just get trucked in the first quarter, they'll cash it in. Like that, those, those guys, I, I've seen SC do it a thousand times. Like they're every single year. They are that incredibly talented collection of individuals that if you can put it together and you can, and, and if you can somehow find a way for them all to play for a common purpose, they are a hell of a football team. But if they break off and say, I'm just going to get mine, screw it, then anybody can beat them. What is that? I mean, what's in the water at USC that that they have that element of it and that they can't get back to elite? Well, but see, I, I even when they were elite, 
they have those type of players, mm-hmm. right? That I'm, I'm not, I think it's, it's a coaching issue. You know, it's, it's, it's recognizing what Pete Carroll was able to do with that group for so long, right? That because the makeup of the USC's players hasn't changed, right? They've always been the four and five star kids who've been propped up since they were eighth graders who, you know, come to the, to the glitz of, of Los Angeles and are told how great they are. And, you know, this is a stepping stone to get to the league. And, you know, once things start to go sideways, well, you know what, I'm just going to make sure that I get mine. But Pete Carroll was able to create an atmosphere where all those egos could exist, where all those egos could get stroked, but still have them playing for a common a common goal, which, which is really difficult to do. There are very few coaches who can take those type of egos and take those type of players and put them all together and consistently put out winners. Yeah. That's why he's a hall of famer, man. That, that guy, Pete Carroll, incredible. I just, I don't really understand why people don't go back to what he did and, and sort of pick his brain on what he did at USC. Like he's, he's been the only guy in the last five or six well, you guys. Can't, you can't recreate personality. Okay, like so it's, so it's yeah. unique to Pete. See, to me, it's like yeah. a toughness thing, you know, bringing in more of a defensive-minded coach, bringing in some toughness, but also allow that flash like you're talking about. It wouldn't seem to be that hard, but maybe it is. Maybe it's... It, it is. I mean, it truly is like... It's, it's, there are only certain coaches who are able to connect with... Like, it, it's... How do I say this? Certain coaches are built for certain teams, Mm. right? Nick Saban is built for a certain type of team. Pete Carroll is built for a certain type of team. You know, even like Steve Mariucci was built for a certain type of team, right? He was built for San Francisco, a team full of, full of leaders and vets, you know, and you know, he was not built for a team in Detroit that was full of, you know, a bunch of high first round pick young, you know, screw offs. Like there are certain coaches who are built for certain situations and it takes a special type of guy to be the head coach at USC. Anybody can go in there and win eight games. There is talent literally coming out of, you know, spilling out of those buildings and you can go out and win eight games with that kind of talent, but it takes a special type of coach to put that all together and compete for a championship every year. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. Do you have, is there somebody that's out there, even if they're coaching another team, that you think is is a good fit at USC for those reasons? Hmm. I don't know. I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about USC coaches. Yeah. Well, it's... <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was going to say, and, you know, half-jokingly, I was going to say Dan Lanning, but um, the reason that I think Dan is such an incredible fit at Oregon is because there is a there's still a blue for as much as Oregon is flash and uniforms and visibility and, you know, breaking the mold. They come, Oregon's program comes from a very blue collar, less than mentality, right? It's it's what Utah is now, right? So you can take that blue collar mentality, that blue collar foundation with a guy like, because Lanning and Tosh both came from, you know, the the school of Saban, 
you know, if they've tweaked it a bit to make it their, their own, but you can take that type of coach with a blue collar foundation and make it work. I don't think a guy like Dan Lanning and, you know, God, the, the guy's a phenomenal coach. And I don't want him to go to SC, but I don't think that's necessarily the type of guy that you need at SC. I think you need a Pete Carroll. I think you need a guy who's going to be a bit more flamboyant, a bit mm-hmm. going to have, you know, going to, you know, let the guys go out and be seen down at, you know, uh, at the Laker games. Like there, there was, you know, the Jimmy Johnson type of like, how do you play into that Miami, that L- that SC? Like there's, there's a very specific type of coach that, that thrives in those situations. Yeah. It's interesting that, you know, the more I think about it, the Seahawks, you know, when they were winning or going to Super Bowls and winning one, they were like that. You know, he, it's, it's, it's very true. It's a very like Pete Carroll. Oh, you think Mar- yeah. Marshawn Lynch was an exact, <laughs> isn't the picture of like, you know, button down disciplined, you know, Mar- Marshawn Lynch was having fun. Yeah. Right. Those, yeah. That's what Pete Carroll's all about is like the, his teams have fun and that works for some, for some teams and not for others. All right. We're with Joey Harrington here each Friday. We're on a little bit early with Joey because ducks basketball coming up at five 30. His segments are brought to you by mods. PDX. The future of building is here. Uh, coming up next, we're going to ask Joey who should be more nervous. So we've talked about Oregon USC, but what about this Washington game? And uh, I have probably won the bourbon already, but just in case I haven't, we'll check in on that next as well. More with Joey Harrington when we return on The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're back with Joey Harrington, and uh, we we spoke a lot about Oregon USC. It's a very interesting game, and in, in you know, it's I, I, if I'm a Duck fan, I'm a little nervous. What about Washington? They're playing Utah, and and Utah's kind of ha- in the same boat as USC in a sense that both of those teams have kind of slipped back. Uh, from the 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 head of the race in the Pac-12, Washington's at home, just like Oregon is. But who do you think should be more nervous, the Ducks against USC or Washington playing a banged up Utah team? I think these games are both similar in the fact that you have to be careful. You have to take you have to take them seriously. But at the end of the game, it's going to be a three touchdown win. Mm. I mean, I, re- I really do think this is going to be a 55 to 34 type of type of game. Um, you know, maybe it's 49, 27. I don't know, but I think it's it's going to be similar for for Utah and Washington. Um, we saw what a really good offense did to Utah's defense a couple weeks ago. Penix is 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 going to do the same thing. I, I don't think that U- Utah can can compete with Washington. Oregon and Washington are the class of the conference right now. Um, that being said, you know, they, if they sleep on them, Utah's the type of team that'll come up and bite you. So I, I don't think that, I, I think these are very similar in that you can't look past them. Um, but I don't, at the end of the day, I don't think that Washington and Oregon, I think it's going to be one, both of them are going to be one of those games where you look back and it's like, oh, if you only look at the score, you're going to see a couple touchdown win, but, and, and not quite realize what was involved in the game. 
Yeah, do you see any scenario really where Washington and Oregon don't meet in Las Vegas? Well, we haven't talked about Oregon State yet. Next week. Well, Washington can lose that game, though, and still be in Vegas, I, it, you know. Well, Washington can still lose that game, but if but Oregon and Washington both play Oregon State. That's my point, mm. right? Because if Oregon State beats Oregon, correct? If, if my math is correct, then Oregon State would play Washington, right? No, I think they would, yeah. Yeah, it, I just am, I don't know, man. I, I think the Ducks are going to get Oregon State. <laughs> This year, I do too. Yeah. I do too. But do you see the yeah. question? Was that's the path. scenario? Yeah. yeah. So the Beavers <laughs> are the only thing Oregon. standing yeah. in the way, in my mind. And and the be and that game's look. That is, I don't know what the hell happened against Arizona. I mean, maybe Arizona is just a really good, you know, a really improved football team. But this Jonathan Smith coached team has has sneakily and steadily scared me all year long. Like it's that one that it's at the end of the year. It's like, God, why do you have to play them last? Like what? <laughs> I, I'm just having like flashbacks to, you know, <laughs> when I was playing, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I'm having flashbacks to when I had to play Jonathan Smith to get, you know, mm-hmm. to win the conference, to, to get to the Fiesta Bowl. Like there's just something that just, oh, I, it just makes me uncomfortable. And I think they're a really good team. And, and if you're asking me what, you know, what could keep that Oregon-Washington matchup from happening, it's Oregon State. All right. What did you think of, before we get to a, a bourbon update here for the people, what did you think of the uh, Big Ten punishing Jim Harbaugh, sitting him down for the last three regular season games for, uh, for spying? Um, I think it's tough. Okay, I'm going to make a, a, a few statements here that can all be true. Okay. I think it's tough for us as fans to make judgments without knowing all of the information. Okay. I think that sign stealing is a natural part of the game. I stood across the sideline and, and was standing next to Don Pelham and stealing signals against Oregon State and then be like, hey, DP, uh, they're going heavy package and they're running the ball. Like, everybody does it. And if you don't do it, then, you know, shame on you. Now, that happens during the game. I don't know the specific rules about sending somebody to covertly record signals. Like, are they breaking? Look, I just think it's hard. At the end of the day, I think it's hard to have that type of punishment come down. Until you've had, I don't know if due process is the right phrase, considering that the NCAA is is a gutless and and meaningless organization at this point, right? Um, So I don't know. I think all of those statements can be true and at the same time conflict with with each other in some some aspects. Do you think it's – yeah. Do you think it's possible – Harbaugh didn't know what Connor Stallions was doing, or to the extent. Not a chance. <laughs> okay. Not a chance. Because they have to prove that, right? Like that—that that to me is the big thing here. Is they're going to have to prove that Harbaugh knew, otherwise it's going to get. Which you're never going to be able to do. Yeah, it's going to get hairy then in court. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I cannot see any scenario where you are sending a staff member 
on an airplane with company or with university, you know, university purchase credit card to go take video of another team and then come and stand by your defensive coordinator and tell them what they're going to do as you're steal as you're looking at the signs on the sideline. Like there's, there's no, there's no way that you didn't know what's going on, but how do you prove it? Yeah, that's the key. All right. Uh, you draw my name for the, for the bourbon that I'm going to win on Sunday. Is that right? I do. Yeah. Well, no, I draw your name on Monday. <laughs> Oh, the, okay. the ticket sales for everybody else who is not going to win mm-hmm. um, are are closed on Sunday night. So, and and I just got to say, I, I mean, such a huge thank you to you and Souk and um, who, by the way, didn't invite me to the Metallica concert. Um, and and everybody who was listening on Wednesday when you guys had me come on, I mean, we did almost three thousand dollars in, oh, in great. sales. Good, just during that segment, which was massive. We're sitting at about thirty thousand dollars right now. We did sixty thousand dollars in sales last year for our scholarship, which, which if to endow fully endow a scholarship in perpetuity costs us one hundred and twenty five grand. So if we can do that again, get to sixty five thousand dollars this year, we can we can endow a scholarship in perpetuity forever. Um, so I mean, it's like we said. I, I hate this. I, I hate this part of. I love running a nonprofit. Like I literally get to give scholarships for a living. I hate the fundraising side of it. Uh, I hate the fact that, um, you know, nobody likes asking for money, but I feel good doing it. And, and be for two reasons, one, because we've got a hell of a prize, like that Pappy 20 year. And it's, it's funny. I put out a, uh, I put out a, a review, Zach Johnston, the, the whiskey writer who helped me, helped me pick it out, essentially said that the single barrel Weller is the exact same as the, as the antique collection William LaRue that came out, which mm. is such high praise. I mean, it's, it's a unicorn bottle or four unicorn bottles that you would win. So I feel good knowing that we've got an incredible prize. And two, I feel good knowing that our students are going to benefit. Like this isn't just an Oregon specific. This isn't an Oregon state specific. This isn't, um, this is literally the entire state of Oregon, urban, rural, um, you know, like it's, it's for everybody. And, and what we're trying to do is a long-term play to make sure that our state is taken care of. So, um, Love it. yeah, it, yeah, I appreciate it. And, and, you know, if we can, during this, during this segment here, get to 35,000 and, and get mm-hmm. some good momentum going into the weekend, that would be absolutely incredible. So there, there's five bottles, including a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle, four bottles of Weller. One person mm-hmm. wins all of them. $100 per raffle ticket. You can buy as many as you want. And you can go to HarringtonFamilyFoundation.org and buy them right there online. We have some links up on our Twitter and Joey's Twitter as well, so you can find it there if you're on social media. But uh, it's super easy. Uh, I bought a, a couple, and you know, it took me maybe 30 seconds. So it's And great cause. Not only that... Um, could be a good gift for the holidays for the uh, bourbon lover in your family. So, uh, like we I, talked about last time, if you love kids and you love bourbon, this is for you. Yep. If you don't love bourbon but and you love kids, this is still great for you. Or if it's if you're like you and you hate yeah. kids but love bourbon, this is definitely for you. Most so, definitely. You know, it, it it checks all the boxes. <laughs> well, I can't wait to win. I'm I'm really looking forward to my five bottles of whiskey that I'll share with you. Uh, thanks. And you know what? Even if even if you don't win, I, I'm pretty sure that. You know, we might be able to send you know oh. send you a bottle, or maybe some other people who you know yeah. who contribute at a necessary amount. We might be able to yeah. say thank you in some other ways. Well, so thank you. you. Know. 
That's very nice of you. Yeah. Well, we, we wish you the best. We're going to keep pushing it through the weekend for you, and hopefully uh, we get over uh, what you guys did last year. So it, it is. You're right. I mean, we always did a fundraiser with Special Olympics for many, many years and raised a lot of money over the years, but it's it's always a little uncomfortable to ask people for money, um, you know, particularly in times like these. And so it's like, you know. It never gets, yeah, it never gets easier. Like, no. that's the thing. I've been doing this for, you know, since I retired 13 years now, and um it actually never gets easier. No, it doesn't. But our listeners are kick-ass, man, and they, they showed it on oh. Wednesday, and I think they'll step up for you this weekend, too. So uh, let's get it done. Uh, enjoy the USC game, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, Joey. Thank you. Bye, buddy. See you. All right, we'll see you. That's uh, Joey Harrington each Friday, a little bit early this week because we have Ducks basketball in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, he is courtesy of Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Uh, when we get back, a Friday audio dump. Let's listen to Lane Kiffin, Be a Jerk, next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.